What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it! And the Big Ten Championship is in Champaign! They rush the floor! And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois. It's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. And uh, Cleveland? Cleveland rocks? No, not as far as I'm concerned. Cleveland sucks. And Eric Fry. Kumbaya, and it's all good. And... It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in. Welcome back. Seems like it's been a long time. It's been a whole year since we talked to you last. Ah. It is now a 2024. Has that confused anybody yet? Writing down the year? Maybe it, it hasn't yet, but but it will. Mm-hmm. Welcome in to a, a new day, to a new starting lineup, and we're back better than ever here on ESPN Radio 98.9 The Game. Travis Sparks here as always. Eric Fry is to my right. We're here, and we're uh, back ready to roll, and we have a lots, lots to uh, cover here from when we talked to you last. As uh, coming up here on the uh, program, we will talk about all the events of the uh, college football playoff that happened there yesterday for your New Year's Day and we'll also hit up on the local sports all the local sports that happened since we talked to you last all the local basketball tournaments that are wrapped up and we'll also hit up on the schedule for tonight because it's off and running for this evening lots of basketball action in both high school boys basketball as well as girls basketball hitting the new year running and we'll also hit up on some college basketball because hey get up it's rivalry night as it's illinois versus northwestern tonight forgot about that until woke up this morning yeah. oh yeah yeah we got the basketball game we got that big one on a friday but first we got to uh, beat the so-called chicago's big 10 team uh northwestern tonight at a state farm center and we'll hit up on uh, that as well as was, was there something that happened since the last time that we talked to you with illinois basketball Hmm. I don't know. They got to win. I mean, yeah, they'd be fairly Dickerson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll hit up on uh, that as well. And, of course, we had a lot on Pick'em. Yep. And uh, so we'll explore that and see how we uh, did uh, there. And, of course, the extended weekend, it's a, an extended top three. Top three uh, from the extended uh, sports weekend. And so we'll see what we got for uh, that coming up later in the show. And whatever we don't get to here in the Treasure Show, we'll get to in the podcast in some sort of a fashion. We'll have to save uh, pick and recap before uh, the uh, podcast because a lot to uh, cover uh, there from uh, that aspect. Yes, as well as sports history. 
course, the state in sports history. Uh, so we'll get to that in the pod as well. Wherever you find your favorite pods, iTunes, Spotify, the website, fmradio.com. And you can also uh, check it out if you haven't done so already. Uh, we uh, posted over the weekend uh, the uh, top 10 sports stories of uh, 2023 for the local and national level. And we take a look at that. So make sure you take a look at that podcast if you haven't done so already of course the starting lineup is a new year but we uh, like to thank the people starting off this new year with that make the starting lineup possible big man meets tingley insurance agency worth computer repair and a Tatopolis state bank all right we got a lot to cover here today and only an hour or so to do so and uh, so we need to get it started and we need to hit it up with a segment we call first things first before we get into the show First things first. And we're starting off, of course, in college football. In the college football playoff there yesterday, we were treated to two outstanding games. I know that the committee, I'm sure, was smiling from ear to ear, saying we got it right because look at what happened, what transpired there yesterday. The action got started there at the Rose Bowl, and it was Michigan versus Alabama. I was actually quite surprised that this one uh, aired a first uh, because this was probably the one that everyone was looking out for. Right. Uh, but, hey, Rose Bowl tradition. We got to stick with the Rose Bowl stuff. And if anyone, I know that a lot of more of the East Coast people were complaining about the start time of both of these games and particularly the Texas and Washington game. Blame the Rose Bowl. They probably wanted to uh, stick with the same old kickoff and uh, not break away from tradition. So send your letters and uh, angry letters of the start time of you being a little bit tired today, waking up on the East Coast of the start times of these games. Uh, Blame the Rose Bowl. Just saying. In that game, though, uh, Michigan ended up winning as it went into overtime there, and Michigan held off a late uh, Alabama charge. If you want to say that, Michigan uh, held the comeback, which they did, and uh, they ended up winning an OT there, 27-20. to So it's Coach Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines advancing to the natty, and they beat Alabama to do so. Yeah, Michigan overcame, like I said, a seven-point deficit in the fourth quarter win, their largest fourth-quarter comeback win under Jim Harbaugh, and after they trailed for an FBS low 23-29 all season, entering Monday, Michigan trailed for 18-14 against Alabama, the most in any game this season, and it was due to the special teams miscues. Muff punt oh, in the first man. quarter, botch snapped on a point after in the second, missed field goal yeah. in the fourth, um, but it was Michigan's defense that kept him in the game. Six sacks, five in the first half. Held Alabama to a season low in yards of total offense, 288. Michigan now has 14 wins this season, most in school history, tying the Big Ten single-season record. And as for its quarterback, J.J. McCarthy, he's now 26-1 and in his career as a starter, tying Jameis Winston for the third-best record by starting QB in FBS history. Oh, man, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned the miscues there for the Wolverines. They were just all over the place, and it could have cost them there at the very end of regulation. They muffed that punt there at the goal line. Can you imagine if they would have tackled them in the end zone there for a safety or if Alabama recovered 
on the half a half inch yard yard line. Uh, that would have just been a crazy way to end the game. But uh, the Wolverines ended up having just enough space to down it and then go into overtime. And uh, they also had a miscue there on the very first play of the game as it was an inter- interception. But uh, it was uh, called back due to the Alabama defender being uh, stepped out of bounds before he intercepted it. And it didn't establish himself. Uh, back in to the boundary uh, so it's like man that would have been a disastrous start for Michigan but uh, this defense came after uh, Jalen Milrow their last uh, yesterday as you know they sacked him pretty early on like three or four in the early going uh, and he was just running for his life it seemed like the majority of the game there and also some bad snaps on the part of the Crimson Tide part as that's one of the only things I get to think of uh, there was it reminded me a lot of the heavy uh, Murfreesboro game in the semifinals all those years ago that was due to the weather with all those bad snaps but bad snaps for the Crimson Tide including on the very last play mm-hmm. of the game as well that caused that uh, to kind of throw into chaos I, I saw some uh, armchair uh, coaches saying what was that play called there at the very end for Alabama but Hey, it was a busted play. It was an RPO, uh, but it was a bad snap, and Milrow tried to just take it himself and whatnot, and obviously it didn't work, and it looked awful, but um, that's not what the play was designed to do. Uh, but it was what it was, and Michigan ended up stopping him there and uh, winning the game. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the only thing I'd say about that as well is, uh, you know, they put the ball in the hands of their best player, and that's Milrow, and uh, he didn't end up getting it, but um, – that was uh, that was it. That was the final play, and uh, so uh, Alabama takes the uh, loss and SEC title. See you later. As the Big Ten rules, as better than the SEC, obviously, and uh, Michigan marches on to Houston, uh, despite some of those uh, mistakes uh, there. Blake Corum ended up having the game-winning touchdown uh, in overtime to uh, secure the win for Michigan. And the stop there at the very end as well, obviously crucial. So uh, they are going on to Houston to advance to the Natty uh, there. And then in the second game of the day, it was who was going to be there. They're in the uh, Sugar Bowl there in New Orleans at the uh, Superdome. And it was Washington ended up coming away with the win. I say coming away with the win. Boy, did they hold on. 37-31 to was the uh, final and uh, so Washington advances on to the Natty to take on uh, Michigan next week. Yeah, and like you said, uh, it was that incompletion in the end zone as time expired. Uh, I mean, Phoenix Jr., pair of touchdowns, 403 passing yards, third most in Sugar Bowl all time. He is now the first player in Pac-12 history with 4,500 passing yards in consecutive seasons, the first player from any conference to do it since Patrick Mahomes. He ended up turning out okay. Uh, PX Jr. will also look to become the first Heisman runner-up to win the national title that same season since Deshaun Watson, 2016 with Clemson. Prior to Watson, it was Vince Young in 05 with Texas, the last to do it. And Washington, by the way, becomes the first team in Pac-12 history to win 14 games in a season. Huskies have won 21 straight overall, the largest active win streak in FBS, and one shot of time, the second longest in program history. By the way, each of their last 10 wins, come by 10 points or fewer, extending the longest streak by any team in the AP poll era, which, by the way, since 1936. So they're not blowing out teams. They're getting close wins, 
But I keep saying a mark of a good team is finding ways to win close games. Yeah, but I tell you, they almost uh, gave it away there at the very end. I don't know what they were doing. The poor time management skills for the uh, Huskies. All they needed to do was really take a knee. But instead, they ran the ball a couple of times, and their running back ended up getting injured. Uh, Dylan Johnson, uh, he ended up aggravating an ankle. So he got carted off the field, and so that's going to be an impact uh, coming up against their game against Michigan. And Washington almost blew it here, uh, but uh, luckily uh, there Texas, they got in there close. They had that deep pass uh, there to set them up, and, uh, man, I thought Texas was going to come in there and uh, steal it and then go back home to Houston to play for a natty. But, uh, yeah, you know, uh, Penix is uh, obviously a great quarterback there with uh, fourth or fifth most yards in uh, the college football playoff era. And uh, so he was outstanding uh, there uh, last night, a couple of touchdowns as well. And uh, Washington, uh, for the most part, uh, was in control of the game. It was kind of close there at the very beginning, and they kind of took control there in the third with uh, ball control as Texas only ran five plays there in the third quarter. Uh, but, uh, man, thought the Longhorns were going to pull it out, but uh, they did not. Washington holds on here. And like you said, impressive, 14-0. and And so uh, they'll advance to the Natty, take on the Wolverines. It's Huskies versus Wolverines. You ready for the Big Ten Championship game and the National Championship game? Ah, you're funny. You're funny. Hey, I know they're part of the Pac-12, but I'm claiming them. Washington, they're a Big Ten team now. Well, all right, before before you get into that, Travis, let's talk about this game coming up, right? <laughs> uh-huh. It's the 26th National Championship game in the BCS or college football playoff era. See, only the eighth time it does not feature an SEC team. And the second time over the last 18 seasons, the previous instance came in the inaugural 2014 season when it was Ohio State versus Oregon. It'll be the first national championship game appearance for both Michigan and Washington. And another thing these programs have in common, their last national championship was split. As Michigan won the national title in 97, split it with Nebraska. Washington last won the national title in 91 and split it with Miami. It'll also be just the third time Teams 14-0 or better will face off in a matchup in a major college football history during the 2019-2020 Natties. So hmm. there you go. The winner of this game will become the sixth team in major college football history to go 15-0 or better in a season because we're guaranteed that because both these teams are 14-0. Yeah. It'll be the fifth AP number one versus AP number two matchup for Michigan. Hmm. But Travis, the Wolverines are 0-4 in the prior four meetings. Michigan's 0-4 record in number one versus number two games is the worst by any team since 1936. However, this is the first time Michigan was the one. All previous four, mm. they were the two and went down. So uh, mm. it's also going to be the uh, fourth meeting between the one and twos in the uh, college football playoff rankings in the championship game. Mm -hmm. Each of the previous three were won by the number two team. Ooh. So I know Michigan's favored, but the numbers – Telling me Washington. It's also going to be the third college football national championship game where both teams are making their debuts in the game first since 2015. That was Alabama beating Clemson. And Pac-12, one in three in national championship games, having lost three straight. So uh, they're going to be in the same conference next year, as you mentioned, Travis. And they're actually going to play one another October 5th out in Seattle. 
So wow, look at that. All time Michigan leads Washington eight to five. Their most recent meeting was a thirty-one to ten Michigan win in twenty twenty-one. Hmm. That's kind of recent. But the most memorable meeting for Washington was the '92 Rose Bowl when it beat Michigan to cap off its national championship season. Ooh, there you go. So, like it I all said, ties there's together. lots of numbers. There's lots of different things. And, of course, what's going to be the big matchup for this game? The Michigan defense against Michael Penix Jr. Yeah, that is That sure. is the matchup. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned, Travis, at the very start of this segment, that the college football committee was happy with these games. Yeah. I don't think so. Why? Because after this weekend, Travis, the best team on the field was Georgia. I mean, Georgia was I guess. the best team in, in football this weekend, in college football this weekend. Yeah, put and up 63 points against third stringers. I know for it's Florida against third straight. stringers, Travis, but I would have loved to see Georgia versus Michigan. I would have loved to see Georgia versus Washington because I think Georgia would have beat both those teams. Hmm. Well, I guess we'll never know. Both these two games were great. They were, but Georgia should have been there over Alabama. Just saying it. Hmm. Just saying it. Georgia should have been there over Alabama because I think Georgia would have beaten Michigan. Hmm. Man. And so, again, I'm glad we're going to 12 next year, but I still feel that they got it wrong. Because as great as these games were, Travis, they were sloppy at times. Eh, I mean, and, maybe and a little bit, but I didn't. I didn't come out of that game thinking Michigan's the dominant team, as they have been all year. Yeah, but and, I mean, I don't know. I I come away with it that after yesterday that they they got it right, and these were the four uh, deserving uh, teams. I, I didn't even give a second thought to Georgia. I'll disagree. I'll continue to disagree with you on that because I would have put Georgia in over Alabama because the outcome of the game is irrelevant. The outcome of the game is does not dictate, you know, oh, it was a close game. So that means these were the best four teams. No, it's not how it dictates. It's the team that was number one all year long until they lost one game. Hey, they lost at the wrong time of the year. You would have put Georgia in over an SEC champion? Here's what I'm going to say. Yes, and here's why, Travis. The team that just beat them? Here's why. The one loss for 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 Georgia was, like you said, against SEC champion. The one loss for Alabama was against Texas, who didn't win a bowl. Georgia won their bowl game. <laughs> Texas was in the college football Doesn't matter. Playoff, they didn't win. And it was also, what, like week two? Don't Don't care. Georgia should have been there. They were number one all season long. They should have been there. They would have beaten Michigan. And I think we're having a different discussion. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, I guess we'll uh, never know. Debated in diners and in tailgates in uh, Georgia for the foreseeable future. But uh, congratulations to uh, beating up a taxi squad uh, there for Florida State and a game that clearly the Seminoles didn't care about. So uh, good for you, uh, Georgia. You can. Uh, Take that 13-1 and record into with, new, uh, next season. Which, again, no disrespect to Georgia as far as that goes, because I agree with you on that. They beat up nobodies. But that is such a bad thing for college football in general. That yeah. game is everything that's wrong with college football right now. Yeah. Right, and I, and I could go another it. hour on that. <laughs> yeah. Because that right there is the example of what is wrong with college football. Because, again... 
is the Florida State team played their whole team. I think that's a close game. I'm not saying they don't win, but I'm saying yeah. it's a lot closer than 63 yeah, to 3 or whatever it was. Yeah, it definitely would have been. But because they don't care because they're either transferring or leaving. Yep, going to the draft or something like that. They don't play. And Georgia had one player sit out. That's mm. the mindset. And that's the difference. I know we make fun of the SEC. We do. Because we're in Big Ten country. But Travis, that's the difference between the SEC and other conferences. Is even in a meaningless game that Georgia played in. Which doesn't really matter for anything. One person sat out. Yeah. Hmm. Yep, and they put it on them. That's for sure. It was uh, ugly, and it was ugly early there in the first half, and it just continued. And, again, I feel bad for those kids on Florida State. Yeah. Because, again, the kids who played, played their heart out, but they had 29 athletes not suit up. Mm-hmm. When you have yeah. that many not suiting up, you, you might as well have forfeited. <laughs> yeah, basically. I, I, You might as well. They should have just turned down the bid. Yeah, right. And again, what's the solution? I don't know what the solution is, but you right. have to come up with something. Yeah, or just get get rid of the bulls altogether. Mm. Just have the twelve team playoffs, and that's it. Ah, but then we wouldn't get the pop tart bowl and the edible mascot and the cheese it bowl and stuff like that. Do you want that, or do you want competitive football games? Uh, probably competitive football, and uh, we're at least going to get that argument of uh, Georgia potentially being the best team. We won't have to worry about that next year because we got the 12-team uh, playoff, like you mentioned, uh, coming up, so that's going to be better. We also probably don't have this national championship game next year because with these no, two teams both not. being in the same conference and them playing a regular season game against each other, I don't think both these teams make it next year. Right. Yeah, and the Big Ten going just the best two teams in the conference. Yep. It doesn't matter if they play in uh, the same. There, there's no divisions anymore. Right. But, uh, yeah, we could potentially see this matchup at two times, uh, the regular season and the championship game. So, yeah, you're right. This one definitely doesn't happen Uh uh, next year, yep. uh, six thirty will be the uh, kickoff for all the people complaining about the uh, kickoff. I hopefully don't think that's too late. Uh, but the Wolverines are favored by four and a half, uh, opening up here on this uh, Tuesday in Houston at the Texans' place. And coverage starts Monday. On, yep. uh, right here, ninety nine. Ninety nine. The game. So five thirty start. We'll have a coverage for you of the uh, Natty for all the Tostitos, Washington and Michigan. Go Huskies. But the real winner is the Big Ten because both these teams play there. So uh, that's that. Uh, coming up next here on the uh, starting lineup, we uh, take a look at some uh, local sports and we uh, recap all the holiday tournaments that happened since we last talked to you and a look at the schedule for tonight. On the way here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance 
at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Just a few hours away, Music City is waiting for you to make your next getaway a hit. Experience Nashville's creative energy filled with live music, world-class attractions, year-round sporting events, and a diverse food scene. To plan your trip, go to visitmusiccity.com. At Lowe's, save big every day when you buy in bulk. Get 10% off select concrete mix when you buy one pallet or more. And there's more. Get 15% off select primed finger joint boards when you buy 10 or more. Visit us in-store or online for low prices on the materials you need. Because Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows pros. Selection varies by location. While supplies last, discount taken at time of purchase. See sales associate for details. You've heard the buzz about IT jobs and cybersecurity and AI, right? Why not prepare for a career in these fields and take advantage of the high demand? You could enjoy a more rewarding and recession-resistant lifestyle. Train in just a few short months at My Computer Career. No experience necessary. Already in IT? Skill up for positions employers need to fill. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available for qualified students, including the GI Bill. And now, so we teased it all show. Eric, break the news. Eric, friend, the starting lineup. Okay, we have uh, has uh, left the call, so we have dropped Eric. So, unfortunately, we will uh, have to stick around next week on 98.9 The Game. In here to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. Uh, let's take a look at some local sports, some local basketball, and uh, try to recap all of these holiday uh, tournaments uh, for you. As uh, first, the action concluded there on some holiday tournaments on a Thursday. As let's just go down the list here, so I don't forget any, so I don't hop around and skip over anybody. Uh, but uh, first of all, there in the assessor. Holiday tournament uh, there. That's all. Uh, Altima uh, take a third place over Redbud on a Thursday. 44 to 42 was the uh, final score as Altima uh, came back there in uh, the uh, second half and ended up winning uh, the uh, fourth quarter. Uh, Redbud made a three there at the very end and that accounted for the two point uh, deficit there. But uh, so Altima, you know, bounced back after their loss against Goreville uh, the previous night and ended up taking a third place. Uh, there in assessor in a competitive uh, eight teams this year, uh, but it was uh, eight strong teams uh, there in Altima. Uh, fortunately, not where they wanted to be in the third place game, uh, but still to bounce back the next day and mm-hmm. take it against Redbud uh, there, and uh, was uh, still a great win uh, there for the Indians there uh, for assessor. Absolutely, yep. Uh, Kata Miller led the way at 12, McMahon away at 10, and uh, Melville had a good tournament. Uh, he uh, had nine points uh, there, and KD had eight points. And 
those those guys are going to be the uh, main area of attack without uh, Dylan Elam, who didn't play in uh, this game. Uh, there, I'm not sure how long he'll be out uh, for the Indians, but they got a big one uh, coming up on Friday mm-hmm. that we'll talk about when it comes closer. Uh, but that's against Dietrich coming up on Friday night. Might be without uh, the services of Elam there. And in the championship game, uh, Goreville ended up winning over Waltonville 66-59. to uh, So uh, Goreville wins the Cesar championship over Waltonville, who was previously undefeated coming into that game. But the Bearcats, Black Cats, as they are called, uh, are pretty good, and they won the championship. In the Dietrich Holiday Tournament on the uh, guys' side in the seventh place game, it was uh, South Central winning over Ramsey 57-41. to In the fifth place game, Red Hill over Cowden 70-61. to uh, Third place game, Marcola defeated Grayville 61-56. to And in the championship, it was Dietrich taking home the champion title as they won over Sullivan 57-45. to was the final there. Uh, Gephardt led the way with 23 points. He probably had like 12 dunks in the tournament. And it seemed like and uh, Dietrich taking their own championship. So uh, the Maroons coming in strong yep. uh, to Friday's game against the Indians. So uh, Dietrich, holiday tournament champions. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, in the Monticello holiday hoopla, that's where we saw Nioga up there and uh, Tuscola up Paxson won the seventh place game over Vinyoga, 48 to 30, and in the championship it was Tuscola, still number one and is still undefeated as they won over Clinton, 62 to 54, was the final score uh, there. And let's see, in uh, girls of basketball uh, had a. Uh, uh, Dietrich tournament there. Red Hill won over Cumberland, 46 to 40, to take home seventh place. Uh, Marshall won over Casey, 56 43, in the fifth place game. It was Arcola winning over Dietrich to take third, 51 to 39, and it was Brownstown over South Central, 57 to 35. So Brownstown is Dietrich Holiday tournament champions uh, there. So congratulations to the uh, Bombers taking home tournament title. In the Monticello Holly Hoopla on the girls' side in the third place game, it was Tri Valley win over Nioga, seventy to sixty-one was the final. And Tuscola wins on the girls' side as well as they won over Clinton to take home the championship game on the girls' side as well there on uh, Thursday. And also uh, in the uh, Mary Mule basketball tournament, uh, let's see here. We had in the uh, fifth place game, it was Woodlawn winning over Newton 51-2-0-46. Third place game was uh, Carmine White County over Fairfield 37-18. And the championship game, it was Mount Carmel over Edwards County uh, 58-50 was the uh, final score uh, there. Then on a Friday, uh, going and down the uh, list there at the Vandalia Holiday Tournament in the uh, uh, ninth place game, it was uh, Pena victorious over the uh, Cumberland Pirates there, 51 to 28. So, unfortunately, uh, Cumberland uh, fell there against the uh, Panthers. Tough tournament there for the uh, Pirates, and uh, they ended up losing on Friday as well. Yep, uh, you said it right. I mean, Thursday night. Was the was best close. Cumberland played all weekend, right? And, or all week, and and coach thought that would build some momentum, and and you know he told me after the first game on Thursday if we can just put two games back to back and get out of here with our heads held high, that's a win for us this week. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the second half of Thursday was great. 
Friday night or Friday afternoon, it wasn't. And so the Pirates will have to go back to the drawing board before they head into, you know, taking on a, a very good Tri-County team Friday night. Yeah, and a one-point loss there against Nokomis yep. on a Thursday for their second game on that double day. Uh, but unfortunately, just couldn't get it done against yep. the Panthers. Ten uh, points at the half. Mm, another low total there yep. for the Pirates. Uh, seventh place game is South Flora went over Okaw Valley, 75-54. Fifth place game was Nokomis over Macon Meridian, 66-61. Third place game was Vandalia over Greenville, 68-61. And in the championship, it was a Shelbyville went over Chrysler Rocks, 67-244. So a Shelbyville tournament champions. And Chrysler Rock, they had a wonderful tournament as the ten, a 10 seed. Uh, they're all the way to the championship. Unfortunately, falls uh, there. Uh, Chase Wells was named the MVP there in uh, Vandalia for Shelbyville. Uh, Reese Loman for Nokomis made all-tournament team. Uh, Isaac Sachin for Vandalia. Brody Baim for Shelbyville. Sebastian Baz-Hill for Macon Meridian. Uh, Jaden Basil for Chrysler Rock. Parker ba uh, Bone uh, for Chrysler Rock. And Trevor Johnson from Flora. And Cale Ackerman from Greenville all named the all-tournament team there in Vandalia. And I also wanted to uh, mention in the Monticello Holiday Hoopla there, uh, Haley Campbell and Bryn Richards made all-tournament team uh, there on the girls' side uh, there. In the uh, Tri-County Holiday Tournament in the championship, it was Lawrenceville over Windsor's Two Straws, 77-36 to there on Friday. In the Duster Thomas Classic in the championship game, it was Olney winning over Pinckneyville, 60-53. to So that's back-to-back. Uh, championships for Olney mm -hmm. and the Duster Thomas in that competitive tournament. I think it was like a 16-team uh, tournament, and uh, Olney wins again uh, there. So a nice uh, win for the Tigers going down there to Pinkneyville yep. to get the win in the championship. Uh, first financial classic included there. Uh, Marshall was the only team in the area that played on the final day as they lost to uh, Sullivan, Indiana. They're 70-29 on the final day. But Marshall, hey, they ended up beating uh, Casey there in uh, that tournament. So uh, I think that we talked about that mm -hmm. uh, last week. We were able to squeeze that in. In a girls basketball in the Robinson Holiday Hoopla, in the fifth place game, it was Tri-County over OPH 66-33. Third place game, it was Sullivan, Indiana over North Central, 49-44. And in the championship game, it was Altamont picking up the uh, win over the host school, 56-45. And Altamont used a, a great uh, second quarter there to uh, beat uh, the Maroons. Uh, Robinson tried to came, come back there late, but Altamont holds on. And they have a, a signature win on uh, their resume. That's a great win uh, there for the Lady Indians as they keep their winning streak going on and beating a 2A Robinson squad. That's going to be pretty good in the postseason. Mm. And so that's a nice uh, win there for Altamont uh, beating Robinson on Friday. And you heard it over yeah. on Jack of M. Yeah, good win for Altamont. They, I'll tell you what, Travis, that girls team just keeps going. They're playing some good They're ball. Playing some really good ball right now. Yeah. I haven't lost since that Newton tournament. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. November 22nd, I yep. believe it was, was the yep. last loss. Uh, over in the uh, Coles County Holiday Tournament on a Friday in the uh, uh, seventh place game of St. Anthony winning over Charleston, 67-2 at 36. Uh, Galesburg won over Sullivan, 50-43 to in the third place game. And it was FEM with a victory over Mattoon, 59-2 at 34. 
was the uh, final score uh, there. So FEM taking home a, a championship there in the Mattoon or Colts County holiday tournament. They combined tournaments there mm-hmm. with uh, Mattoon and Charleston. Also on a Saturday, the FEM Topolis Christmas Classic uh, closed out there in the 15th place game. Uh, Belvedere won over FEM 59-246. 13th place game, Seneca over Charleston 58-51. 11th place game was Pleasant Plains over Brooks, 56-31. Seventh place game went the way of the Wooden Shoes. They won over Oaklawn, 56-46. Fifth place game, it was Highland over St. Anthony, 56-53. Consolation Championship went to Newton as they were victorious over Mattoon, 53-40. Third place game was Luther North over Dixon, 69-63 in OT. And in the championship game, it was Lincoln Way East winning their third FEM Topless Christmas Classic in four years. They won over Champaign at Centennial, 48-42 was the final score there. Area athletes that made all-tournament team there, Garrett Gaddis from from Topless, two players from uh, Newton, Caden Nichols and Dylan Gear. Uh, we also had uh, Bryce Jean from Mattoon and uh, Colin Westendorf and Brock Fierde from uh, St. Anthony made all tournament team there at a successful Christmas Classic there, yeah, hosted by both FEM and Topless, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the uh, high school girls basketball and the Chrysler Rock Winterfest tournament, in the fifth place game, it was Wesleyan over North Clay, 47 to 31. Third place game went to Staunton over Pinckneyville, 55 32. And in the championship, it was Father McGivney winning over Greenville in overtime, 43 to 39. And we have all the uh, scores from the uh, uh, holiday tournaments up on the website, fmradio.com. So uh, go check that o- over there if you missed any of those. Uh, local schedule for tonight as we're off and running uh, for the new year in a boys basketball tonight. Topolis hosting Monticello. St. Anthony is at Robinson. Nioga hosting Windsor's Two Straws. Dietrich is at Paris. And St. Elmo is at Oblong Powell Hut. Uh, and the Apollo FEM is hosting Olney. Uh, Pena is at Mattoon. Casey at Charleston. Rantoul hosting Mohammed Seymour. Um, in the uh, little line, I Mount Carmel is out. El, El, Verado, El Dorado, excuse me. Uh, Newton is at Rochester. And a uh, girls basketball tonight, South Central is at Martinsville. And Altima is at OPH. This game is in Oblong. And you can listen to that over on uh, Jack FM and have coverage for you over there against OPH. And Altima was actually victorious over OPH in that uh, Robinson tournament. Yep. So uh, we'll look to see where uh, those two teams are at. Gauging where they're at uh, from a week's difference, just about uh, there tonight, mm-hmm. and see if Altamont can keep it going. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Newton hosting FEM tonight in girls basketball. Taylorville is at Williamsville. Paris is at Mount Zion. And it's Litchfield at Mount Olive and Hillsboro at Old Marquette tonight as well in girls basketball. And if maybe your first half of the season hasn't been great, Travis, just think no one has lost yet this year. That's right. You're undefeated. Undefeated. <laughs> so if you want to turn your season around, now's the time to do it. It's definitely the time to do it. So we'll see who gets wins tonight. And uh, we'll come back and we'll hit up on some uh, college basketball. And that's also on the air tonight. And it's going to be a big one there in the State Farm Center. Starting off Big Ten play. Getting the meat and the bones of it. I know we beat Rutgers mm-hmm. uh, long. It seems like what seems like a long time ago, uh, but we got Northwestern tonight there, and we'll hit up on that as well as the rest of college basketball coming up next here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup 
from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. And Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. This is Lucas Crenning with a message from the Effingham Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together, we can save lives. And now... Like, I love the movie Draft Day. It's one of my top five favorite movies of all time. No joke. The starting lineup. Blues Brothers. Yeah, the original. Not 2000. That one stinks. Wayne's World. Inception. You got four with Draft Day. Oh, The Godfather. Now, that that is a worthy top ten movie right there. Yep, I'll give you that for sure. I got one from Travis out of five. Yep. Yeah, I'll give you that one. (laughs) On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry Sports Center update. The Blues are getting ready for their Thursday game against the Canucks at the Enterprise Center. Blues are looking to shake off two straight losses, including a 4-2 defeat at the hands of the Penguins on Saturday. St. Louis now 18-17-1 on the season. The Bulls go for a home-and-home sweep of the Philadelphia 76ers when the two teams meet at Wells Fargo Center tonight. The Bulls just beat Philly 105-92 at home on Saturday. Chicago now 15-19. In other team news, Chicago signed Zach Levine to the G League he continues to rehab from a right foot injury. The Blackhawks aim to bounce back from an ugly loss when they visit the Nashville Predators. Bridgestone Arena tonight, Blackhawks were crushed by Dallas Stars 8-1 on Sunday. Chicago is last in the Central Division with an 11-23-2 record. The Colts are close to clinching a spot in the postseason. Indy would win the division with a victory in Week 18 combined with a Jaguars loss or tie or an Indy tie combined with a Jaguars loss. The Colts can clinch a wildcard spot with a win or a tie combined with a Steelers loss or tie. Indianapolis is atop the AFC South with Jacksonville and Houston at 9-7 and will host the Texans on Saturday night. The Pacers extend their winning streak after coming from behind to beat the Bucks 122-113 in Milwaukee. Indy now 18-14 on the season. They're going to host the Bucks again tomorrow night. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center hits today. And as I mentioned, we got action over on a Jack FM for high school basketball. And we got some college basketball on the air right here on 98.9 as a 7 o'clock pregame show. We'll see the Northwestern Wildcats coming to a Champaign-Urbana tonight at a State Farm Center. And they'll take on Illinois, who Illinois actually went up in the polls as they're now in the top 10 in the country. And uh, it seems like we say this every game, but this will be a, a test where uh, other Illinois teams, when they get in the top 10 or when they move up in the rankings, that they would possibly fall in their face here. 
especially this is a trap game in particular because of the uh, game on Friday against the number one team in the country, Boilermakers, Purdue. And uh, so we'll see what happens tonight. Illinois favored by five and a half into this one against Northwestern and Northwestern. Speaking of them, they already beat the number one team in the country, Purdue, already this season as they won a 92-88 to was the final score there. And, of course, Northwestern has also had some disappointing games against Mississippi State. They fell there 67-57. That was about the fifth or sixth game of the season. And, uh, well, they also lost to uh, another Chicago team, it's called Chicago State. They lost 75-73. And obviously, uh, uh, Illinois on uh, a Friday night I got that big win. I mean, a big win by a final margin. 104-71 was the uh, final score there for the Illini over fairly uh, Dickerson uh, there. And uh, Ty Rogers had himself a, a great game as he had 10 points, 15 rebounds. And he also had 18 points from Coleman Hawkins to a lead of the way there. And Greer had a 14. And Damask was the other starter in uh, double figures uh, there. Dane Danger off the bench, though, 19 points. That was great to see. And uh, Harmon as well with uh, 18 points in 18 minutes. So very efficient there. Four for seven from beyond the arc. And those guys right there, Harmon, uh, Gibbs Lawhorn, Rodgers, maybe he'll take more of a focal point on the offensive side of the basketball because obviously uh, we won't bury the lead anymore. I kind of joked uh, there uh, a little bit about, uh, yes, something big, huge happened there for the Fighting Illini over the uh, break as uh, Terrence Shannon Jr., everything that he's going through now, he's being uh, suspended and all the stuff that keeps coming out uh, about him, of course, that it just now it came out, what was that, on like Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, that it came out that he was uh, turned himself in, charged with rape there in Kansas that stems from the uh, Illinois-Kansas football game that he was there, not an official capacity uh, there, just attended the football game and uh, was just charged uh, with that on a Thursday turned himself in and he's back in champagne uh, now but obviously will not be around in this uh, fighting Illini team and uh, going forward for the foreseeable future there and what's kind of dangerous about this is that uh, it's gonna be uh, months until a trial uh, will end up going down so uh, Illinois can't have nice things we said it in a bumper there that we play I cheer for Illinois athletics and I don't deserve good things. Obviously, I don't do deserve good things. This happens at the worst time to be without Terrence Shannon Jr. Uh, Illinois was playing so well. And they got that big game against Northwestern tonight. And then they got that uh, game at uh, Purdue on Friday against the number one team in the country. So just a, a shame that uh, we can't have nice things. And uh, we're going to be without Shannon Jr. for the foreseeable future. Uh, but Illinois did a good job of responding on Friday after everything that went down. And we'll see what happens uh, tonight against Northwestern. 8 o'clock tip-off and 7 o'clock pregame show right here on 98.9. So uh, make sure you tune in to uh, that. Uh, other action tonight in college basketball, number 4, UConn. They are going to be hosting DePaul. Purdue, they're also in action in Big Ten play. They're against Maryland. That is at Maryland tonight. 
uh, Tennessee host to Norfolk State. Number eight, North Carolina at Pitt. Eastern Carolina at number 17, FAU. Iowa is at number 21, Wisconsin. Cornell against number 18, Baylor. Syracuse against number 14, Duke. Penn is at number 25, Auburn. And New Mexico is at number 13, Colorado State this evening uh, there. Uh, but we'll be looking out for that uh, score in uh, College Park as well as we'll be looking out for the State Farm Center tonight. Mm-hmm. Like I mentioned, five-and-a-half-point favorites are the Illini tonight against Northwestern uh, this evening. And we'll be back to talk about it uh, on tomorrow's show. So we'll have back-to-back days here that we'll have Illini stuff to uh, hit up on there. All right, so we'll uh, step away and we'll uh, come back and we need to close out this with a top three Top three from an extended sports weekend, and that's on the way here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. Hey, son, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. Navigating, without a compass, eyes waiting, started to wonder. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at SoundItOutTogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. Mike Greenberg. Green. Charles Barkley once told me when Barkley got drafted to Philadelphia, he thought he was doing everything he could to be the best player he could be. One day, Moses Malone pulled him aside and said, you're not in shape. And he's basically saying to Zion, you're not doing everything it takes to be one of the all-time greats. I think Charles is doing what Moses Malone did to him. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg, and you're listening to Effingham, source for local sports and home to Greeny on 98.9 The Game. And now... The, the number one for me what was the best thing that I saw in sports this weekend. That was on Saturday, hole number 14 at Oakland Golf Course from a 101 yards out. Uh, Eric Fry with a nine iron, sticks one within two feet of the cup, and it was a heck of a golf shot, and it was the best thing I saw in sports this weekend. And now... Feel my moment. thunder! <laughs> Come on, man! Let me gloat about myself. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. Uh, 98.9 The Game. Only here on 98.9 The Game versus, say, a smidge a bit longer. Then we'll turn things over to uh, the uh, podcast. And we have uh, just enough time to uh, get in an extended top three from an extended sports weekend. Let's go. And now it's time for the top three. Top three uh, from the extended uh, sports weekend, and I'll start off, of course, no particular order, but I'll start off with my uh, number three, and happened there in the NFL on a Sunday, Eric. We did it again. We had a score gami. All right. Baltimore and Miami. Final scores never happened before. 
the 1,084th unique score in NFL history. Baltimore and Miami on Sunday. I like it. Baltimore throttling the Dolphins. They're putting up 56 points. I like any time we get a score gami. Score gami. Yes, makes me happy. Uh, my first, Travis, is the start of a budding NBA rivalry between the Pacers and the Bucks. These yeah. two teams starting to not like each other, and they're going at it again tomorrow night. So uh, be on the lookout for that. But it all started with Giannis and the game ball. Then, that was yep. kind of the, the thing. And then they got into a scuffle over the weekend, too. So yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of this. Yeah, two of the like better teams it. in the East. I don't mind them going at each other. Yeah, you kind of like to see it get a little chippy uh, there. We'll see how it unfolds. The Pacers remind me of Little Brother. That oh, is just definitely. tired of getting pushed around by Big Brother, and they're finally mm-hmm. standing up to him. So. Yeah, that definitely. Could be, that could be fun. I would like to see that as a first-round matchup in the playoffs. Has those vibes, for sure. And uh, my number two uh, from the uh, sports weekend, and this occurred on a Friday, and that was Altamont winning the uh, championship in uh, Robinson uh, for the holiday hooplas uh, there. Uh, an impressive win against 2A Robinson, and uh, it was uh, great to watch, fun to watch. Uh, there and maybe just in general the holiday tournaments as well Uh, great to see my number two Travis is a culmination as it has now officially been over six months since the Chicago Cubs did a thing for their major league roster that's right it's been over six months they traded for uh, Carolandio who is no longer on the team Simon Simon the new team July 31st and that was the last time the Cubs made a move for their major league major league roster yeah. That is awful. <laughs> uh, awful or beautiful. Six months. <laughs> of doing nothing. Nothing. <laughs> uh, that is quite humorous. Uh, by my uh, number one, we already talked about it a lot today. It started the show as the college football playoff uh, yesterday. Two exciting games. And hopefully the championship will be exciting as well. Uh, what a day for college football on a Monday. My number one, Travis, we didn't have time to put on the year-end pod, but it was uh, sad news. Over the weekend, uh, Kelly Yarbrough, NASCAR Hall of Famer, passed away. He'd been dealing with some poor health, four-time Daytona 500 winner, former cup champion, uh, and what some people say one of the greatest drivers in his era uh, mm-hmm. passed away over the weekend. So, thoughts to Kale. Mm, yeah, and just missed the cut Yep. Uh, there. Mm, that's... Definitely uh, one of those uh, recognizable names. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Him and Richard Petty. Like, they used to duel. And David Pearson, like, those three Mm -hmm. in that era were always right there. Yep. Yep. So, mm, bummer. R.I.P. to racing legend uh, there. All right, uh, so uh, that will do it uh, for us here on uh, 98.9. But we switch things over to uh, the uh, podcast. Coming up there, we got uh, this date in uh, sports history uh, to uh, hit up on. And we got a pick'em to come up as well as we had a loaded pick'em mm-hmm. as we had a ton of games uh, there because our last live show was like last Wednesday. Wednesday. So yeah. we had to get in a lot of picks. I think we had 12. 12 games that we wow. we picked that we will be recapping and who had a good weekend as far as Pick'em goes. you have to stick around to find out because stick one around. of us had a good weekend and one of us had a not great weekend and 
it's making it a little bit more competitive, Travis, as we close in on the home stretch. We have, you know, just the national championship game and college football, and then we got a couple NFL games and then the NFL playoffs, and that's it. That's all we got left yep. for Bickham. So, yep. Finish line is in sight. We're winding things down. And you know what that means, don't you? What's that? If we're almost done with football pick them, that means NASCAR's right around the corner. Right around the Weekend corner. Weekend of, of Valentine's Day, Travis. It'll oh, be man. here. The 18th. Get ready. <laughs> Daytona. It's coming. I'm not, I'm not ready. Oh, get ready because we're going to go back to NASCAR pick them. It's going to be fun there. You're the defending champ. So uh, we'll see if you can uh, get another lucky win uh, like last year. Whoa, 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 whoa. Lucky. <laughs> wow. The disrespect. <laughs> But, no, that should be fun, uh, you know, and we'll talk more NASCAR as we get closer and closer. I think last year at this time we were doing our 75 moments countdown uh, oh, for NASCAR. So um, mm. we, we are less than 75 days away. I think we're at 45 days till the Daytona 500. So. Wow. Yep. Exciting. Exciting times. Beer on the corner. So we'll, we'll talk about and, uh, pick them and the state and the pod. Yes. And one last thing before we get out of here, Travis, don't forget, go to our website, fcamradio.com. Cardinal Caravan coming to Mattoon. It'll be here before you know it, two weeks from now. It will be in Mattoon. So check that out as well. Get on the website, fcamradio.com. Just right on the banner in the middle of the page there for Cardinal Caravan. Cardinal Caravan. Come on up to Mattoon. Very nice. Always enjoyable uh, there. All right. So we'll catch you in the pod. And coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Carlin versus Joe. And enjoy the rest of your ESPN Radio afternoon. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. <laughs> Welcome in to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, still here, and we still got more stuff to hit up on. That pick'em stuff that we uh, talked about recapping, we'll do that here, as well as this date in uh, sports history, and see whatever else we can come with here in OT. Mm-hmm. And is there anything on sports in there that you wanted to hit on? Yeah, uh, Christian McCaffrey won't play against the Rams. So there you go, Travis. Scared of us. Your Rams, I know, right? Playoff bound Rams. That. I know, I know. Ah, reverse psychology works again. I know. Uh, the Dolphins are going to be without a key member of their defense for the remainder of the season as Bradley Chubb is a torn ACL, so he is done. Yep. And that winner-take-all game against the Bills coming up this week. Yeah, isn't that crazy that the Bills could win the East? Yep. Yep. That's Even after everything you said about them, After Travis. everything. Uh, they can still win the East. Yep. That's crazy. Uh, the Ravens are still deciding who will start under center for their regular season finale. As John Harbaugh said Monday, that he's yet to decide if Lamar Jackson will start Saturday's game against the Steelers. Ravens have already clinched top seed in the AFC, are 13-3. and With their win, if Jackson is out, he would have at least a 19-day break in between games. Mm, yeah. Rest or rust. Yep. Uh, the Steelers are sticking with Mason Rudolph. The uh, Mike Tomlin told the media on Monday that Rudolph will start against the Ravens in Baltimore on Saturday. Former starter Kenny Pickett has missed several weeks due to an ankle injury, but his availability is, quote, less of a question this week, according to Tomlin. So there's that. Pittsburgh's just outside the FC wildcard spot at 9-7. and seven. Mm-hmm. Yep, and 
Most importantly, they clinched that they won't have a losing season. That's right. Did it again. 17 years in a row. Did it again. But let's fire them. Yep. Uh, the Lions uh, will use their latest adversary as fuel for a deep playoff run. That's according to Dan Campbell. Told reports the team is moving forward and he feels controlled fury following the team's controversial loss to the Cowboys on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yep, and we'll talk about the NFL tomorrow. Yep, yep. Uh, the Kraken blank the Golden Knights in the Winter Classic as the Kraken NHL team to ever earn a shutout in the Winter Classic. Go Kraken! That's right. Beat the Knights 3 nothing. Yep, in the Mariner Stadium. Mm-hmm. Just missed out on my top three. If not for college football. I know. I would have been all about it, but... One of the most sought-after signal callers in the transfer portal has chosen where he will continue his college playing career as former Oregon State quarterback DJ Ugalali Ugalali. announced he's transferring to Florida State. Florida State, huh? Yep, so he can get injured and, you know, have a perfect season, get injured, and miss the playoffs. Nice. Yeah. And another standout college football player is becoming prepared for the next levels, former Washington State quarterback Cam Ward now on social media that he's declaring for the draft. He had entered the transfer portal following two seasons with the Cougars after getting his collegiate career at Immaculate Word. Hmm. Instead, he's going to go to the NFL. I don't and blame him. That's your sports center. That's your sports center. All right, so uh, what do we got of this date in sports history? All right, so we got yesterday and today. So we'll start with January 1st, 94. Nebraska won its first national title since 1971 when they won 24-17 over Miami in the Orange Bowl. Mm-hmm. January 1st, 2007, Bob Knight got his 808th career win, passing Dean Smith for the most all-time. Texas Tech beat New Mexico 70-68. to mm-hmm. uh, January 1st, 2008, Ralph Wilson Stadium in Buffalo is the first regular season outdoor NHL hockey game in the United States that's held. The 71,000 fans watched the 08 Winter Classic where the Penguins win in a shootout on a goal by Sidney Crosby. Said the kid. January 1st, 2012, in the 2011 regular season finale, Green Bay's Matt Flynn, yes, Matt Flynn, threw for 480 yards and six touchdowns, while Detroit's Matthew Stafford threw for 520 yards and five touchdowns. Calvin Johnson also had 244 receiving yards. Green Bay would win the game 45-41. Mm-hmm. January 1st, 2013, Travis Jadavion Clowney's vicious hit versus Michigan in the Outback Bowl. The ah. South Carolina Gamecocks would defeat the Wolverines 33-28, but that hit became the stuff of a legend. Yep, put him on the map. Yep. Uh, legend for sure. Yep. January 1st, 2018, Sonny Michelle's 27-yard t- touchdown run in the second overtime lifts Georgia past Oklahoma in the Rose Bowl, 54-48, earning the Bulldogs a berth in the college football playoff national championship game. Hmm. And finally, Travis, for January 1st, January 1st, 2007, I still argue, and I'm going to make this argument until my dying day. Okay. The best college bowl game happened when Boise State beat Oklahoma in the Fiesta Bowl, 43-42, in overtime, Boise would force overtime with a hook and ladder touchdown on fourth and 18, then scored a touchdown in overtime on a fourth down wide receiver pass and a two-point conversion on a Statue, Statue of, Liberty. of Liberty. Broncos running back Ian Johnson scored the game-winning two-point conversion and immediately proposed to his cheerleader girlfriend. The wing capped off an undefeated season for Boise State, and the two of them are still married some 17 years later with a kid and still live in Boise. They are. Yep. yep. Nice story. Yep. And, again, still one of the best bowl games of all time. 
Ah, uh, definitely. It was against the AP and the Sooners. Yeah. yeah. It was it was it was a win for the underdog. Right. The little guys are not supposed to win the Fiesta Bowl. No. And they did it and they pulled out every single trick in the book. I mean, and I remember being right so there. mad that it took forever for to get those plays into the college football games. <laughs> took a little bit to get the hook and ladder. Yep. And the Statue of Liberty. Statue of Liberty. Yep. Nice. So now we move on to today. On the uh-huh. state in 1984, number five Miami upsets undefeated in top ranked Nebraska in the Orange Bowl, 31-30. After Nebraska goes for a two-point conversion and is stopped after a Jeff Smith touchdown run with 48 seconds left, the win would earn the Hurricanes their first national championship. Hmm. On the state in 1996, Nebraska beat Florida 62 to 24 in the Fiesta Bowl to cap a second straight unbeaten season and claim a second straight national championship. Remember when Nebraska was good? No. No, it was 96. That's when it was good. Yeah, just like the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, they go side by side. They do. And finally, on this date in 2005, Dusty Magnum's 37-yard field goals. Time expired, lifted Texas to a 38-37 win over Michigan in the Rose Bowl. Best name for a college kicker ever. Hmm. He's a straight shooter, that Dusty Magnum. Magnum. It's Mr. Magnum to you. P.I.? No, Dusty Magnum. Hmm. Name's Magnum, Dusty Magnum. I know I'm. I don't know what Magnum's first or last name was. If that was the first or last name, this is his last name, Magnum Pi. Yeah. Yep. What's his first name? Um. Hold on, I'm looking it up right now. I need to know this. Well, yeah, give me a second here. I'm waiting in Thomas. Thomas Magnum. Hmm. Talk about, I'm talking about the Tom Selleck version. Yeah. Thomas Magnum. Yep. Which really is not that intimidating of a name. Just saying. But Magnum is. Magnum is. Thomas is not. I wonder just Whatever. why people call him Magnum yeah, PI. Exactly. Here's the thing exactly. that you can change your first name. So he should have changed his first name. Hmm. I mean, you can do anything you want now. Well, that's true. So that's this day in sports history. That's this day. All right. Very well. And the uh, only thing that we have left here is to uh, recap Pick'em. Yes. So uh, let's uh, queue up the music here and get to it. Pick them. Recap. All right. 14 games, right? 12. 12. No. Uh, 12. Still a lot. Still a whole bunch of games. And Travis, I'm going to go ahead. Last time we had a game, last time we had a show, yep. there was controversy about the UNLV Kansas game. Uh-huh. Because they won by 13 and the line was 13. So yep. I decided to give us both W's on that because we both picked UNLV. So it wouldn't matter as far as adjusting for the show. So I just wanted us to look a little better. So I'm giving us both wins in that one. Okay. So Sounds good. We will start. Uh, we already did that one. So we'll start North Carolina, West Virginia. It was West Virginia minus six and a half. We both went North Carolina, and West Virginia got the win. So we both took L's in that one. Yeah, I don't uh, know why I picked North Carolina. Yeah, I don't know why I did either. Uh, next up, it was Texas A&M versus Oklahoma State. Texas A&M minus two. We both went Oklahoma State. Uh, or no. 
check that. You went Oklahoma State. I went A&M. So I'll take the loss there as Oklahoma State got the win. 31-23. Yep. So win for Travis. In the Texas Bowl. In the Texas Bowl. Next up, it was Rutgers minus one versus Miami. Travis went Rutgers. I went Miami. And Travis gets the win there. Rutgers ah. wins. 31-24 in the Pinstripes Bowl. Yep. And they went the U down. Yep. Yep. Oh, that was great. That should have been in my top three. It should have been. Big Ten representing. But it happened on Thursday, so I forgot about it. Yep. So did everyone else. <laughs> uh Next up, we had number 18, NC State, versus number 25, Kansas State. Kansas State minus two and a half. We both went Kansas State. We both got wins there. They won 28 to 19 in the Pop-Tarts Bowl. Yep, the famous Pop-Tart Bowl. Yeah, that was all about the mascot. That was great. That was, yes. That should have been in my top three. It was magical and a little weird. It was a little weird. A little weird, but yeah. We, we keep going. <laughs> uh, next up, number 14, Arizona, minus two and a half against number 12, Oklahoma. We both went Oklahoma. We both took L's. Yeah, Arizona won 38-24 in the Alamo Bowl. Put it on them. Yep. Uh, next up, it was number 11, Ole Miss, versus number 10, Penn State. Penn State minus three and a half. We both went Penn State. We both took L's there. Yeah, Ole Miss won 38-25 mm-hmm. in the Peach Bowl. Next, it was number six, Georgia, minus 16 and a half versus number five, Florida State. Travis went Georgia. I went Florida State just for the memes. But, uh, nope, got a loss there for me. Win for you. Yeah, everybody knows. 63-3. Yep. The final. Uh, Number 23, Liberty versus number eight, Oregon. Oregon minus 17. We both went Oregon. We both took wins there. 45-6. Destroyed them. Yep. Uh, next up, it was number four, Alabama, versus number one, Michigan. Michigan minus two. We both went Bama. Both took L's there. Mm-hmm. And number three, Texas, minus four and a half against Washington. We both went Washington, so we got the dubs there. Mm-hmm. Then we had Dolphins and Ravens. It was uh, Ravens minus three and a half. We both went Ravens. We both got wins. And Travis, I'm just now realizing, we didn't pick the Bears or the Colts this week. Why did we not do that? I don't know. I didn't have it written down on my schedule. So, you were right when you said 14. Your gut told you it should have been 14. But we only we only picked 12. So, hmm. <sighs> Missed opportunity by Missed us. Missed opportunity there by us. That's right. So, after the quick score correction, because I accidentally gave myself the win in that Oklahoma State-Texas A&M game. And I am making that adjustment now, so everyone knows that this is legit. Travis, have you been perfect all season? You have 326 points. Mm-hmm. How many points do I actually have? You currently have 127. Okay. Travis, I currently have 127. Oh, boy. We are tied. We're tied. Heading down the home stretch. Hmm. Last That's... week, you were down by three. So you mm-hmm. made up quite a lot of ground. Nice comeback. Now, record-wise, if you were perfect, you'd be 161 and 0. Travis, mm-hmm. you are currently 95 and 65. Mm-hmm. And I am 103 and 59. Mm. Still got a pretty good lead there. Yep, I got a lead in the record, but points-wise, you're right there. We are tied, entering the end home stretch. Okay. Mm. So that is Pickham. Good week for you. Yeah, it's free. Pretty good week. I only lost four. You went eight and four. 
Mm. Yeah. Can't complain about that. I'll take it. You'll take it. I went seven and seven. Seven and five. Seven and five. Five and seven. Mm. Five wins. Seven losses. I don't know how records work. <laughs> so, there you go. There you go. All right. That was Pick'em. So, we'll have to make sure that we don't forget about the Colts yes. and Bears this week because... Yes. We probably don't have as many games. Nope. We do not. <laughs> so they won't be easily forgotten. That is right. <laughs> we'll explore the NFL, what happened there over the weekend and what's coming up uh, over the next couple of days uh, for the NFL. Mm-hmm. Last week, week 18, before wild card weekend, playoff spots on the line, uh, divisions, Still up for grabs, and we'll talk about it all. Mm-hmm. Coming up. All right, so is there anything left? I got, you got anything else? Yeah. All right, I don't have anything either, so uh, we'll get out of here then, and we'll save those combos for uh, tomorrow, and we'll be back for you on a Wednesday edition of the starting lineup. Until then, have a great rest of your day, and uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Peace.